You're listening to the Aligned Way podcast show with me, Kelly Vikings, founder of the Divine Feminine Women in Business, Divine Alignment and Divine Business Code, and best-selling author of Secrets of the Divine Business Code. Join me as I share how you can live life, love life from your soul and grow your business guided from your heart. The Aligned Way is a weekly podcast show for you, other women, female entrepreneurs from all over the world, wanting to love life, grow your successful business, creating more personal power, success and unlimited abundance. You can achieve all of this and more and I'm here to show you how. Let's get started. So excited. You are in for a real treat this morning. Well, maybe it's the afternoon wherever you are in the world. But we are joined with a very precious lady with a gorgeous energy. And I feel very, very divinely honoured to be here and interviewing Anna Anderson, bringing her to your ears. So, Anna, hello. Thanks so much for having me. It's really lovely to be here with you. Thank you. Thank you very much. It is such an honour to reach out to somebody because you're inspired by them as a soul and you're inspired by their work. And you know that the work they do is really powerful. And so you think, actually, do you know what? I'm I'm going to be brave. I'm going to ask Anna if she'll come on to my podcast show. And here she is. So thank you for saying yes. <laughs> oh, of course, I'm always so honoured whenever. I'm, I'm so keen to get my message out and for us to have these powerful conversations. So any opportunity. <laughs> thank you. <Yeah. laughs> so listeners, if you're not aware of who Anna is, I'm going to call her, I'm going to give her this gorgeous title of Earth Priestess. She's very grounding, she's very real, and she's here to bring us back to ourselves, remind of us who we are. In the more sort of dynamic world, Anna is also known as an accredited life and health coach. She is NLP, Emotional Freedom Technique Practitioner. She's also founded previously two wellbeing businesses, so we've got somebody that's real fempreneur, And so we're going to learn a lot from Anna today. And one of the things that she's passionate about is she's actually the creator of Nurture and Nourish, which is her methodology. She's worked with women from all over the world, which is, again, a credit to who she is. And if you haven't got it, please do. Her book is absolutely frigging amazing from the inside (laughs) out. (laughs) I love it. It is just, it's one of those books though you can't put down. So maybe try reading on a Friday when you've got the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) And so the last thing I'm just going to say really is from the inside out is why diets don't work and what you're really hungry for. And that's kind of her ethos is actually there's much more to it. Um, And I just love, love, love that. So here you are. Hello, Anna. Here I am. Hello. (laughs) So when I asked you to come on to the Aligned Way podcast show, what were your thoughts? Are you excited? Always, always honoured, always consider it a privilege. And, you know, if somebody like yourself is connected with my book and feels, you know, I feel that when people read 
my book is a feeling that we that is evoked within us and you know and we connect to ourselves through those words and and you know I know that you you felt that and I can see that within you and so I'm really excited because I feel like we're going to have a very conscious and aligned conversation and so yeah always beautiful beautiful words conscious leadership starts Mm. with ourself Mm. always that that at first initial thing is from within um and it's something that I really resonated whilst reading your book is like we as human beings we have that conscious choice so we're gonna yeah we're just gonna unfold and see how this flows before I ask you to just share your story I always start my podcast show with a card and I have to say I I was shuffling this morning using my love your inner goddess cards because I thought from the inside out let's pull the (laughs) goddess cards out I had the pleasure of working with Alana but anyway I I actually happened to pull out this one which is priestess and if you see on her thing I am enough yeah mother daughter sister and lover and I'm wearing peacock blue oh wow you are indeed yeah yeah and actually some of the 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 jewels on the card like yeah 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 um so for for our listeners this is today's reading just briefly I don't go into the full thing just literally if you're feeling impatient for something to happen or you're worried that you're not accomplishing all that you want to achieve quickly enough then take heart the universe is working with you not against you to bring your dreams to life even times not much when it seems not much is happening is part of a creative process balancing out other times when energy becomes active and intense what will be most helpful for you and your dreams right now is to pause is to rest and during that pleasurable rest behind the scenes some spiritual magic is going to be created there you are power of us <laughs> and that is the antithesis really isn't it of what we feel is the right thing to do when we feel overwhelmed or busy or we're not sure and I love that to come back and to pause is such a significantly yeah. important thing but we, we haven't been taught that no no and this is why for me the earth priestess because your energy is that of just grounding just really being aware of what's going on inside and having your feet yeah. connected with Mother Earth. Yeah. Um, and, to, and we'll get we'll get into this later, but to remember the significant power and manifesting capabilities that we all have when we slow down and shift our frequency and when we're in fear and lack and panic and overwhelm, we ain't going to be manifesting anything. So we, you know, and it goes against the grain to think that I can bring in and I can create when I slow down, but that is actually the, the truth. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay, so where do we begin? I think the best place is for you to share your your story as you put in your book, Your Naked Truth. My Naked Truth. Yeah, sure, absolutely. I think it's really important to always begin there <laughs> because we all have a journey, I think, you know, and the, the the dark night of the soul. My journey was that I had been taking all the external boxes to do the things that told me I would be happy up until I was probably about 28. 
I didn't even have an awareness that I had a deep underlying dissatisfaction with myself, unhappiness. I wasn't even aware that there were two parts of me. And I wasn't aware that I was constantly seeking to be validated outside of myself. And I didn't have a sense of self-worth. There wasn't, there wasn't this awareness of me at all. And I was young, but that, you know, that, that wasn't something that was happening for me. And I was, I started drinking when I was 12. I was smoking. I was the wayward teenager that was, you know, that was hurting myself. I was sabotaging myself. And I put myself, I look back in a lot of challenging and unsafe situations for sure because I was looking to get that validation from something outside of myself. And so I went on and I got, I was relatively successful in the corporate world. I was ticking the boxes. I got a degree. I went traveling. I did all of those things. And, you know, you can, you can be a functioning alcoholic and work in the city. Like dinner is four bottles of Chardonnay and you go to work the next day and it's funny. And oh my gosh. Anyway, so I was, I was 28 when I became pregnant and single which wasn't part of this ticking the box plan. Of course it wasn't. But as the universe does, it gives us the very thing sometimes that we need to take attention and pay attention to our growth. And I have my amazing son, Isaac, who has been the most powerful teacher to me out of any coach or mentor that I've ever had, (laughs) always teaching me to be in that spiritual practice of presence. But my wheels were about to come off because my coping mechanisms that I had during, you know, not being a mum were not going to serve him or I anymore. But I tried. I tried. So I moved away from London when he was one. I moved to a town called Hazelmere because I wanted to be able to commute in. But I also wanted him to have a, a, a quieter place to grow up. and so. I was commuting with a baby who wasn't sleeping. I was still drinking. I still had deep self-hatred for my body. I had great body shame. I was really unhappy. I was extremely lonely because I moved to a town where I didn't know anyone and I was a single mom. So I was on my own a lot of the time and I didn't have a social aspect to my life. And I also hated my job by this point. And so it was like every part of my being was broken. I was mentally, physically, um, emotionally just broken mm-hmm. and I tried I did that for four years until Isaac was going to go to school um and then that wasn't going to work anymore because I wasn't prepared to miss all of this amazing time that I could have with him but I really didn't know what to do and at the same time my drinking was getting completely out of hand so he was going to his dad's every other weekend and one night during the week and when he did that I was drinking um, and I, I'm, I'm ashamed to say drinking when I was around him as well. Not as much for sure, but I definitely was frightened of going to sleep without a glass of wine. Um, but when he wasn't there, I was getting very, very drunk. And because I just didn't know how to deal with all of these emotions and things that I was feeling until one day his dad picked him up at 1030 in the morning. And I remember it was a summer day. It was super hot. And I just went and got a bottle of gin and I drank it. And I knew probably not that day, probably the next day, that this was no longer viable. If I wanted to honour him with what he deserved and myself, something needed to shift. But there was a massive fear around that because there was also this sense that the only identity that I had left, because I was a single mum, I had all of these you know, labels that society might put upon us, or I thought they did, because actually they don't matter unless we, <laughs> unless we take them on board that my job was the only thing that was successful about me left 
And so I didn't want to let go of that. But I knew he I'm so grateful to him because I knew that my time with him was a much higher priority than that. So I was going to do anything it took. And that meant, you know, earning less, doing a job that didn't bring me any significance, whatever it took. So that morning I Googled jobs for mums <laughs> and I don't I always say don't take career advice from me. But that's what I did. And this franchise came up to buy a yoga teaching franchise. Now, at that point, I was extremely out of shape, very unfit. I got out of breath when I ran up the stairs. My diet was alcohol and things that are not healthy. You know, it it didn't really match. But Mm -hmm. I decided that that was a good idea. And now, you know, I know I was being led by divine wisdom, whereas to the outside world, it just looked like complete insanity. And sure enough, my family were very worried about me but I bought that on a credit card I didn't have savings Uh, I think it was about eight thousand pounds so it was you know it was not a small investment and that significantly changed my life I handed my notice in I worked my notice and I trained and I worked and I practiced and I practiced and I got on my mat every single day and I built a business and it was a business for yoga for women in my town and so I was teaching I went to India and trained. I really put everything into training. And I was teaching women yoga at, through the stages of mum and ba- pregnancy, mum and baby, postnatal, and the whole cycle of a woman's life. So something was kind of leading me to women, mm-hmm. even at the time when it was unconsciously happening. But also the other thing that was magical that was happening was in my practice of yoga, I was connecting with myself. I was finding this new space within myself that had love and capacity to be kind to myself. And she wanted to eat differently. She wanted to take care of herself. She wanted to stop drinking. She was the one, my inner self, that led me to this massive healing because I'd been trying to do it from the external. And it was her that said, this is what I want to do. I desire difference. And it was found in peace and it was found on my mat. And that's not the same for everyone. It doesn't have to be yoga, but my pathway in was definitely creating space for myself and exactly what the card was called, really. You know, it's as if when we come home to ourselves, yeah. we have this propensity for incredible power mm-hmm. and incredible wisdom, but our schools and our society don't teach us those things. Okay. So that's what happened. And then you know, I think that was eight or nine years ago. And then I went on and I just recognized that coaching that yoga for women once a week wasn't enough and that they needed something deeper. And by this point, I'd learned how to eat properly and nourish my body properly rather than focusing on weight loss. I was giving my body and my cells what I needed. So I was feeling good. So I wanted to teach that and I wanted women to feel that as well. And then I trained in in coaching and health coaching and then um, started building a coaching practice. And then started to recognize that actually trauma really plays into this and that's really significant. So it became trauma informed and looked at tools that we can use NLP and AFT and these amazing tools that we can do to undo the programming that we hold within ourselves. And so it's all come to this point now where my book was released last year and yeah, my business is, is having an impact beyond my wildest imagination. I, I never knew when I put that money on that credit card that I'd be sitting here having a conversation about it with you. Mm. yeah yeah and there'll be many many ladies listening to this and maybe even men I mean you know it's not not just for for women podcasts but this is so inspiring and it it just sends such a powerful reminder really that even in the darkest of moments in the shadows of life 
when we come through and we step beyond that, we begin to trust in ourselves and co-create with the universe. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's just, we have the ability to be able to do, achieve, be anything. Mm-hmm. And that's why I absolutely adored like your story when I was like reading it in, in your book, because I know that I know my audience really well. And I know that that resonated with me 10 years ago and it will resonate with people, you know, today. And it still resonates with me today. Yeah, for sure. Um, It's so easy to look at the expression of our external life that we are creating. We create if we don't believe it might be unconscious, but we are putting out and creating a reality for ourselves. And if it's not, what we wanted it to be or it's not what other people are doing then it's really easy to fall into the trap of thinking it's because we're not good enough and that is such an important thing for us to shift we've got to look at our internal beliefs and understand that we are capable of anything and I think it's really important also to be careful with those words that we are capable of anything because we absolutely are capable of creating a life beyond our wildest imagination and I know that to be true for every single person but also that we have a purpose that is pre-designated that we chose right so it might not be quite what your ego thinks it is it might it's almost like get out of your way and let your heart lead because Mm -hmm. then you're going to create from a place that's more aligned and more amazing than you can actually imagine in your head because if you told me I don't know how I think I was 10 years ago maybe to do to think what I could create from there then I couldn't have imagined it because I didn't think that that was available to me so we our our mind limits us because it doesn't see the possibility whereas if we lead with heart and we only know what our next step is we've got no idea of actually where it's going then amazing things are happening available to happen for us for sure yeah 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 I I completely agree and it's it's lovely to hear that story from you and I can imagine that you know in your book you talk about Mike and Isaac and how they've you know they inspire you Mm. um you know and I think our support network around us is is vital you know I met my husband Mike five years ago and he has done a lot of work on himself and so what being a single mum firstly shout out to all the single mamas out there damn right (laughs) (laughs) right it's shaping shout out to you it is hard and massively rewarding but what that time on my own did was get me very clear on who I am what I need what's acceptable for me what's not I I found myself Mm -hmm. and you know often we look at single parenthood as um something that is is difficult and it's challenging but it has many gifts because I think when you find a life of living in independent way of being you really find your inner strength and what I could do then from that position of knowing who I was and knowing what was okay for me and not okay anymore was inviting the masculine at a level that I required, you know, I, there was no compromise yeah. for me. Whereas before I knew myself, I would have compromised and said that, you know, whereas I'd, I'd kind of elevated myself through that. And then Mike came into my world in the most yeah. amazing way. And he's just, he's just such an amazing gift because he's got my back and he's always like, I believe in you more than you believe, you know, like, yeah. he, and he just allows me to be who I am. And so it's wonderful that he's come in and Isaac as well. And you're right that we have these, this network of, of people supporting us. Um, and I wouldn't be who I am without them for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can really resonate 
with that, I can feel your your energy just shining through with nothing more than just so much love, you know, love for him and for them. Yeah. For you, love is so important. And I think in your book, you, you mentioned love is the answer. Do you want to just talk to us a little bit about love? Because I couldn't agree with you anymore. (laughs) It's everything. It's really all there is. And, you know, that might sound really trite, but it's absolutely the truth. And what I think is really important is that we recognise that love is powerful. And I think that we've got to be so careful as women, you know, and you've got male listeners, but I, I work with women and speak from the feminine, that we've been conditioned to judge ourselves and criticize ourselves and think if we lead or if we speak our truth or you know speak up then it's bad and you know we've got all this constant internal dialogue going on but when we can actually get out of our heads and into love love is a guiding force it is powerful it is more powerful than anything else and it will smash through (laughs) limiting beliefs you know it will really guide us forward but love isn't always nice and what I mean by that, I mean, it's always loving, but sometimes it's saying no. Sometimes it's saying I choose myself first. Sometimes it's saying I'm not going to do that for you because you need to do that for yourself. And we've got to be so careful as women that we don't fall into the shadow of love where I do everything for everyone and I, I can't look after myself and it's selfish if I put me first. That's not love. That's actually darkness. It's weak. You know, like we have to step into our power and get uncomfortable with that and say, I, you know, one of my core guiding principles is I'm more important than anyone else. And that's so triggering. And Mm. the reason it's triggering is because when I'm fully in love with myself and with connection to source and to who I am, I can serve on such a bigger level. Mm. Right. And so I put me first and that serves my son and it serves my husband and it is not selfish. It is selfless. And I would love women to step into that power that we have permission and I know we're like, we're, I'm answering all these <laughs> questions and we'll keep coming back to it. But we have permission to care for ourselves, to love ourselves. And it changes the world when we become that beacon. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I get very passionate about that. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I, I am too. And I, in fact, my first guest, Tim Wilde, we talked about love and we, we went deep on it because you know, sometimes we're, we're almost reserved, especially as British, like, we're just like, oh, I better not say I love them because I'm not married to them. And, I'm, you know, it's it's a friend. And what will my partner think? And what will, and, and we just went, you know, I, I really love you. Yeah. He went, I really love you. Oh. And it, it's just, it's so, love is such a precious, you know, it, it's an emotion it's, it's it's the most natural thing in the world in fact you know when we hold our babies for the first time you know or we hold our loved one's hand for the for the very last time love is the only thing that matters all there is it's all there is. Um, and our cosmic heart as well you know allowing ourselves to have that selfless act of of, of putting ourselves first I'm so glad that you you said that because one of the things that I again I keep referring to your book, but it's 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 my biggest reference point, listeners. And if you haven't got it, you know, please do from the inside out is amazing. But one of the things that you talk about is nurture, support, and empowering and allowing an, an acceptance of women to glow from within. Again, would you like to just share a little bit on that? Because 
I know there's many people that, that feel that they do shine or glow from within, but, but are they? And if they're not, how can they? Yeah, for sure. The way that I think about us as humans is that we are two parts. We are our ego, our, our negative ego and our authentic self. And the ego is designed to create doubt. So if we are feeling doubtful, then that means we're an ego. And the ego is insidious, right? It will come without us even knowing that we've got to be so cautious and mindful. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. Like it's almost like Gollum, like holding on. <laughs> but we don't even know because it's our programming and she's there for safety. So, you know, often if I'm working with women, they might say, I told her to go away and I hate her. No, like we love her. We love the darker parts of ourselves, the shadow parts of ourselves. We love all parts because that's where love heals right and the opposite of love is fear so if we allow the fear to lead then we then we become overwhelmed in that in that anxiety and the ego but the ego is designed to keep us stuck but the heart wisdom and who we truly are is is really beautiful powerful and powerful love and so if we lead from that place where we're we have permission to honor ourselves to take care of our needs to meet what we need what happens is that we become a beacon for others to do the same. We give permission to others to do the same. And the ego is looking for external validation. It needs other people's approval. It needs to seek permission. It needs to do everything for everybody else. And that, but that, if we think about it, it keeps us anchored. It kind of, we've, we've got anchors. I think of women with tethers around them. Whereas if we break those tethers and step into our power with love, so love might be saying, this is having a difficult conversation, you know, but we have permission to honor ourselves because it serves and service is the highest form of love. And I think it's really important while we're, we're here talking about permission, service doesn't mean saving. Service doesn't mean doing everything for everybody. Service means helping people remember the love that is within them. And that's a completely different thing. And sometimes that means I'm not doing that for you because I know that you can. I'm not cooking your dinners all the time every night anymore. I'm not doing the laundry anymore because I'm creating a person who can go and function in the world and can do that for themselves, right? So where are we saving from the old model of being a, a woman and trying to do everything? We're not there anymore. <laughs> and we have, we're not 1950s. We have permission to step into our power and women are hungry for it. But it's almost like we're waiting for permission for it. And then we get frustrated because well, our husbands are appreciate us. And then we get cross <laughs> and it's like, just do it because yeah. no one's gonna your husband isn't gonna come and say or your partner or your girlfriend or whatever isn't gonna come and say go and you know do this it's only when we lead because we're powerful as women and if we step into our power we can lead and show the way with love it doesn't have to be harsh you know boundaries don't have to be unkind they can be so loving mm-hmm. you know they can be is that, is that the glow that's the glow when you're in your personal power yeah. you know Let's celebrate personal power. Yes. And the beauty of the individuality of it, that it's not the same as anybody else's. So we can't copy it. You know, it belongs. Every single person has their individual personal power, which is amazing and exciting. Yes. And it's why we shouldn't ever compare ourselves to anyone else because we can't be who they are. And we wouldn't want to be. We wouldn't want to be. We can be inspired by other people. (laughs) but we want that to bring out who we are. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Ways to work with me. 
why not come and join us in our free Facebook community, Divine Feminine Women in Business, or sign up for a weekly blog, The Divine Weekly News. Also, a gift from my heart to yours, a free 33-day programme, Claim Your Divine Ultimate Power. Maybe you'd like to get your hands on a copy of my best-selling book, Secrets of the Divine Business Code. There are many ways to work with me, groups, or in an intimate one-to-one scenario. My signature programmes are Divine Alignment and the Divine Business Code. Take a look at how you can work with me on kellyvikings.com forward slash links. I look forward to connecting with you, getting to know you, and also working with you. Talking about limiting beliefs, you know, we're, we're, we're under the supermoon and it's it illuminates sometimes, it reflects back to us this energy of things that we may feel are disconnected or that we need to maybe work through. I agree, you know, the shadows are often the things that, that also are reflected back to us. But I always encourage for women to never, ever sit within those shadows. And as we've said, and you're beautifully right in your expression of it, is to step beyond it and, and almost step with it, you know, actually have those those conversations with yourself, with others. Um, and yeah, one foot in front of the other, sometimes a great big fucking leap <laughs> and just go for it, you know, follow that heart. Yeah. But there are oftentimes, especially in life, in our business, and sometimes even in our spiritual enlightenment, our path, we have those limiting beliefs. And sometimes we're not even aware of those beliefs. No, we're not. We, we just don't know. Um, so, for instance, to give you know, an example, and I've shared this before one of my other episodes, so I'm very comfortable in sharing. But up until earlier on this year, I realized I was only sharing about 25% of who I was. And this big, almighty light bulb came in. Uh, I, I can't even remember when it was. It, it literally hit me. And I realized by only showing 25% of myself, I was leaving 75% of what was open to me, possibilities. And it really, really hit me. So I know that it's one of the the, the hardest things to do is to trust self. But how would you give advice now for anybody that needs to step beyond their own limitations? Mm -hmm. It's a brilliant question. And I believe that we should be uncomfortable, you know. And it, it comes back to your previous question about being in our inner glow. Because when we are in love with ourselves and we've been taking care of ourselves and we've made space in our lives, to listen to our heart wisdom, there's a trust that you can create. And we all have limiting beliefs, but what if they were gifts? What if we could recognize that actually the whole purpose of this life is growth and that we're always going to have limiting beliefs, but if we can meet them as with love and we can meet them as a signpost to say, move into the limiting belief, like this is the direction because it's where you can put, I always see like we move through the cave of our shadow self and put lanterns you know, yeah. or put candles in, like, I'm going to light that, I'm going to meet this part of myself that is only showing 25% of me because she's frightened of judgment. 
but she only found that because you took us you put a lantern before you know and then you you'd illuminate the way and so what we do mostly in society and what we've been taught to do is move away from the anxiety move away from the fear but what that does is it makes us smaller and smaller and we kind of I always imagine us like clinging like limpets to this tiny little island that's left and it's like there's all of this here if you just let go if you just trust you know and and I think in my book I use the metaphor of a hermit crab yeah a hermit crab yeah when it grows it has to leave its little safe shell to find a new safe shell yeah. and it's got to go naked to find its new <laughs> yeah. place and trust that it's gonna I'm gonna find a better shell but that walk is like you know it's just oh, its stuff and it's not got any safety but that's what we have to do you know we have and we have to by the way me. listeners Anna's currently doing a crab move on camera for you. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to like put those we have to meet those fears and say this is where I grow this is my path okay if that terrifies me I'm going to do that because that's where we grow yeah yeah very 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 true how do we if we're not aware of where those lanterns are how do we maybe discover a deeper version of who we are brutal honesty and space Mm. and courage right so firstly we have to slow down we have to it's not available otherwise we have to connect with ourselves and that is not in our phones it is not in avoidance it is not in escapism it is not in watching the tv it is not in being busy it's not in having to-do lists it is not in doing all the things and collapsing at the end of the day because we're exhausted and then you know eating a bag of crisps or whatever to try and get some form of pleasure it is in facing the bare hard truth that this isn't working for me or that I need to slow down and so we have to create space and we will have massive resistance to that so I always say start small you know recognize that that this is possible and available for everyone first so we're not going to be going on a journey that doesn't bring you know the gold it's available to us so we can trust the, the journey but also therefore it doesn't have to be in a rush we've got time so it might be that we begin by meditating for one minute a day it's the intention of right I'm going to make the space because the the mind and the resistance within us the ego will go I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to sit on my meditation mat ah yes exactly patience just like you know if we plant a seed we don't look at it and go why are you so stupid why are you not why why we're like we know and we feed it and we do that and then it like we celebrate it as it comes up and we need to do that for ourselves so it's about patience and time and slowing down and saying I need just to sit for a minute and I'm going to put my phone in a different room because that intention will help us grow and strengthen because then the ego goes, I didn't die. Oh, okay. I remember when I first started this journey, being in silence was utterly terrifying for me, not having my phone, not having the radio on, not having the TV on as company. You know, all of these things I used to do just to fill noise. So getting okay and then being courageous enough and brave enough and honest enough to look at what the voices are saying and to meet them with love. Because we've got to also learn to discern between what is fear and what is false and a story because the ego will tell us stories and what is truth. And the truth might not, we might not like the truth. It might be this relationship isn't working anymore. 
It might be that I need to do this. It might be that I need to leave my job. It might be the really terrifying stuff. So it's really much easier to be very busy and ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I think the first step is, is being brave and courageous to sit in silence and to really acknowledge what's really going on. Yeah. Presence is power. It's choosing the warrior path, right? Yeah. 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 And this is why you are the earth priestess. Because it's it's in those pauses that we really do discover who we are and we get comfortable. Yeah. But it doesn't just happen. And doesn't. as as a as a business mentor, <laughs> and a lot of my clients listen. <laughs> no <laughs> names mentioned. <laughs> you may know who you are. You know, and, and uh, fuck it. You know, even in the past, I've. I've, there's an element of me I can as you're saying that I'm you know I'm going back to in my previous business it was all about material success it was all about Kelly in you know really expensive Russell Bromley shoes and you know all the the designer Karen Millen and 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 my, my even just my BMW convertible car you know all of it all of it was material um, and was I really happy underneath all of that? No. And there's, but there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that's really important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's part of your journey, it right? It is part of my journey. And I think, you know, when I when I think about some of my clients and I know that there's all of this over here and I can see it. Like they, they're, they're so capable and so incredibly gifted and they could achieve anything anyone can anything and then then you see oh I've just been doing this and I've just been and it's just it's the focus discipline and commitment that all adds into our personal power and I think we we know what our strengths are we know what our weaknesses are when we pause and we identify that. And in business, that is also so important. But what we're talking about as well, Anna, is alignment. Alignment of life, business, soul, the whole lot. Yeah. Um, and when we pause, you know, that card, the peacock priestess, working with you as the earth priestess, it's all about learning to embody that silence and discover who the fuck you are. Absolutely. And I think it's really important to note two points here. One is that our life is supposed to have contrast, right? That we are supposed to be in the shadow. There isn't a human that doesn't have shadow. However much work you do, there is no one that is happy and joyful all the time. It's not possible. But there is great pleasure in that. And there's great growth in that. I have given up my business many times. I've shouted at my husband and said, I'm done. I'm getting a job. And he's like, who's going to employ you? Um, (laughs) I've cried on this very floor for hours. You know, healing isn't pretty. Healing isn't always simple and easy. And I think it's really important that we acknowledge that, that if people are feeling in a wobbly place or people are feeling like it's not working out for them, then it is working out for you. It's part of your path. Like you haven't, if you're running your own business, you haven't chosen an easy path and it's not supposed to be easy. But every time we're out of contrast with that alignment of ourselves, we are putting out desire 
to get clarity and we're not on our own we have guides you know we don't need to know the answer and the way always and so it really is about being okay with not being okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> right and that that's okay and I've yeah, been not, not okay yeah, a whole lot yeah and I think fun. also I'm really passionate about us celebrating financial abundance someone said to me the other day and I, I think that this is really powerful abundance is when we are when we have nothing left what we have left over when I'm on the road with no clothes and I have nothing left abundance is what I have left over so that is the power and the joy and the love available within us that's always there whatever our external situation is and the people that love us and so that is so powerful for me but also I think it's really important about coming back to your question about permission as women, as people, we have permission to be wealthy and abundant. Yes. In terms of, you know, like it's okay to have the fancy car and the fancy things if it aligns with us, but not to prove our worthiness. And there's a difference. It's always the intention behind with what we do, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I think I this contrast agree. is okay. I think, again, what you were saying at the beginning, Anna, with, you know, society and putting us into that smaller box um not necessarily as women but just as individuals you know male and female it's like the rich get richer and you know there's there's so many stories that's why it's history his story you know there's there's so many plays on words but abundance is available to us all and you know especially in the online world we see people celebrating their wins and and I think I I congratulate them um you know in in a way that is is done in in it's done in a way that inspires and I think this is the thing sometimes people can come at it maybe with a different energy um but there's no wrong or right with it the right is that we're opening ourselves to receive abundance in our world and that can be from looking down at the ground and seeing the most beautiful precious little flower that's just like in that moment just like gorgeous yeah (laughs) To, to receiving a 10k day or, or week or months or yeah week. but that neither of us validate us that it's you know and in fact it's as you elevate your your frequency it's impossible yeah. not to attract in everything that is part of your life path yeah. you know and part of your life path might be losing everything yeah. and that there's growth in that like it's when we experience and live non-attachment to this I'm okay not being okay I'm okay being okay I'm okay being here I trust that I'm supported I trust that I'm guided I'm okay and we stop being attached to the external and we really get attached to the internal that we trust it's it's serving me it's helping me yeah. even if it doesn't feel like it <laughs> <laughs> so does this lead on to gratitude because I'm feeling like I used to say gratitude is the most important thing in my world and this is coming from somebody that was highly successful and lost it all. I lost my business. I lost my five bedroom, three story, brand new townhouse. I lost my flashy BMW car. I lost everything. And what um, gifts were there in that for you? I'm oh, asking you a question now. Huge, <laughs> yeah. Huge, huge. I mean, the, the, having to overcome guilt, shame, like real yeah oh there's no feeling like that having to to rise above and I know that you've experienced that anxiety of fog and just I actually don't know if I want to be here anymore and even saying that I can I can I can take myself 
back into that moment. And then I look at where I am now and it's literally three, three and a half years. Um, and I can see how by choosing not to stay there and by choosing with the ash in my mouth, with just a seed of hope, to just step forward and to try again and to bring all of that with me, all the shitty raw stuff. And I'm very open about it. I I upset a lot of people and it wasn't, it was messy. It was the most horrific thing I've ever experienced. And that's why I'm wildly protective of women in business because Mm -hmm. I've lost it all. And uh, yeah, I know like stepping into our femme fire of just creativity and trust and truth is yeah and and so for me gratitude was a huge thing like I'm talking extreme gratitude I'm grateful to wake up this morning yeah that's all I could think yeah I'm grateful that I have a beautiful son who loves me even though mum's being plastered all over the news I'm grateful to have a partner who sits with me, even though I can't speak. Yeah. I'm just nothing today. I don't want anything. I'm just, yeah. just. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and coming through that and then like having messages from my kids go, Oh my God, mom, I'm so proud of you. Like, look at what you're doing. Is that's, that is in just, yeah. It's just precious. Yeah that's abundance that is real joy and real love yeah yeah and what you're describing is alchemy you know that alchemy is burning everything to the ground to start over and to build again and it feels confusing and overwhelming and there's like just this dust of cloud and you know all the ashes and then it starts making something else but we have to trust that process and it's okay to be in the fire and it's okay to be in the ash but the society doesn't teach us that it is and our ego certainly won't like it. And so it's deeply uncomfortable, but it does warrant amazing growth. And that's the alchemic process. It's impossible for it not to happen. It just, we have to trust it and not go back to our old ways and trust that this new path that's being, you know, created, we can step into it. Just thinking about your lanterns, like the lanterns shone bright. And I just found that way through. And that's why I do talk about it now. And, you know, three years ago, if I was talking about it, we've been totally different. Of course, it, you know, that that healing process, I've I've invested hours and, and, and a lot of time and money in, in, in self-discovery and, 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 you know, healing. And I think that's important because now talking about it is, yeah, I can go back to that moment and I can feel immensely that emotion but I can also talk about it from the scar, from the wound and, yeah. and not from a messy place. Life of a healer is not a simple one. You know, I wouldn't want to no. work with a business coach that hadn't had the experiences that you've had. You're now working with people from a place. I've got the battle it. scars. I am because the warrior. you've experienced it, right? So <laughs> it's really important if we're going to choose service, yeah. we have to experience the hardships. We have to. We have to Maybe. know. Now, I can't help women unless I know what they're feeling. Like that doesn't come with a accreditation or any of those yeah. things. I love, I love courses and things, you know, I, I'm not dismissing them. Um, in fact, I've got a good friend who runs a, a, a coaching academy, but it's, it's much more than that when you experience it for yourself it's yeah the, the you just see things so clearly and you see where people are going and you can 
really help them very quickly. But going back to gratitude, you talk a lot about appreciation. And oh my goodness, I am so grateful for those that have believed in me, for those that have supported me and for those that have stayed. You know, I've got clients that I've worked with for nearly three years, right from the beginning. And that's real appreciation. And I love that in your book. And it did give me a a different perspective. Yeah. Totally different perspective. I think gratitude and appreciation, well, firstly, you know, they are one of the, it's so funny that the most life-changing things are so simple. And so they can be so simple that they can easily be overlooked. How could that change my life? But what we've got to understand is that when we change within, our life just changes. Our external is an expression of our internal world. What is within is without. So if we change the within, then the without changes. And we're so busy trying to change the without that we forget about the within. So gratitude for me is a tool to enable a shift in my frequency where I'm not coming at it from ego and moaning about the washing and the stuff and the busyness, but I'm actually holding myself in light. And so it's a part for me, it's a doorway, it's a pathway. And I was listening to someone on a podcast the other day saying gratitude ruined her life because it meant that she just kept telling herself that she was grateful when she wasn't really but that isn't gratitude and that's what we've got to understand the difference gratitude is not it's not tricking ourselves it's not fooling ourselves that things are okay when they're not okay it's dropping into as you said extreme gratitude dropping into like the pure joy so for me Isaac when he was a baby with his chubby little legs and getting words wrong is a pathway to extreme joy. And whenever I think about that, I can I can plug into that, you know? So it's like, how can I plug into the joy available within me? And he's one of my doorways. And so I use appreciation instead of gratitude because I think that gratitude can have an energy of, at least my life isn't as bad as theirs. At least I'm not like them. At least I have this. At least I have that. And that's not gratitude. That isn't it. That is actually judgment, And we've got to be so discerning about it. Appreciation is saying, even if everything has just burnt to the ground and I have nothing, I have appreciation for the joy that is available within me. And so it's like, for me, gratitude or appreciation, whichever word you use, is the pathway to connecting to the inner world within ourselves. And so for me, it's Isaac or it's the birds singing. But the cool thing is, is the more we practice it, the more we're like, oh my God, that's amazing. You know, and there's just joy available to us, whatever, but we have to plug into the frequency of it within ourselves. Because otherwise we'll just be like, yeah, the birds are singing. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, I wake yeah. up in the morning and I just yeah. overfill. Isn't it joy. funny because sometimes people observe, like I was listening to a live or uh, I can't remember a YouTube or something the other day. I went, oh, listen to the birds. Yeah. And it may have even been with a client on Zoom and they went, the birds. And then they stopped and they heard it for themselves for the first time. They live there, you know, <laughs> and it was just like you, you've you've not heard them, have you? Look, just look, the gorgeous. They were very unusual as well. Overwhelming chorus available yeah, to yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but sometimes we just fail to see it. That beauty that's beyond us. In fact, I I went away a couple of. This was before the retreat that I've recently been on. I went on another retreat earlier on this year and it was psychotherapy. So it wasn't necessarily a retreat of like fine, luxurious, you know, it was working on oneself. And but the, the, the trainer, Lucy, she, she's, she's amazing, Lucy Power. She said, I just want you to all describe your perfect day. 
So, of course, I described my perfect day and we then go off and we work on this like in pairs and then we come back as a big group. And, you know, we just all sat around this big circle and I was listening to a few other people. And then very naturally it came to me to express like my my perfect day. And as I opened up my pad and I started to describe this, this almighty realization of Look, I'm living my perfect day. I have access to this every day. Yeah. Wow. It was life changing for me in that moment. It really was. And I literally cried. I went, oh, and the tears flew. And it was, and, and, and I remember the people that I was there with, they were just like, you, you howled, you know, with happiness. And I think again, possibly from rising from that ash is, is being so appreciative of where and how and how far, you know, yeah. I've come. Yeah, and it, that's so wonderful. I'm so happy for you. And I think it's really important that we recognise that all of these things that we desire, the, the bigger home or the money or whatever it is, actually the reason we want it is because we think it will make us happy. Mm-hmm. And if we can recognise that the happiness is available within us now, Firstly, sure enough, that will put you on a much quicker path to getting actually what you really want, which is what you already have anyway, but more of the same joy, you know. But what we're thinking we're going to get is what is available now through the practice of appreciation. And so it's like if I could just live in this moment and a practice appreciation for the joy around me, then am I not living my perfect life all of the time? That's yeah. alignment. That is pure divine alignment yes yeah I trust that I don't need to know the answers mm. yeah. yeah that's beautiful. and that's available to all of us you know it's yeah. a cho- it is a choice it is yeah and it's exactly why I connected with you on such a a purposeful intentional level because I absolutely adored your words and your expression of it and how you see the world through your eyes yeah it's just you you know there are some incredible people in the world and you you do you lighten that up and it's so clear to see so do you have a team of guides do you work with well no we, we we all do firstly don't we but I don't I don't sometimes I can hear I hear messages that come and hit me in the in my meditation but not an active relationship but I also know that I'm being completely guided. So I live in a life of surrender. So I don't know, you know, when people and business people come to me and say, what's the plan? What you're working on this year? What are you doing? I, I have no goals. I have no plan. I have nothing. <laughs> in fact, my, my brother came and said to me when, um, when I left my job and started my business, you've got a spreadsheet, right? Because he works for one of the big four and he's all about spreadsheets. I'm like, no, no, I don't have anything. I don't have a plan. And he's like, you could see this panic. And but so <laughs> my, my guide is that I, when I feel I can trust, you know, I trust, I know I'm safe. I know that I'm being guided constantly all the time. And my job is to get out of the way of that. But I don't have a conscious communication. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds to me as though you are in flow, in divine flow and just... I live yeah. from my highest self and every action yeah. that I take on a daily basis, you know, I get up at 5.30, I do rituals for an hour, I move my body, I take care of myself. Like, uh, my whole 
the, every part of my being is to live that spiritual life of connecting with my divinity first and everything comes from there mm-hmm. so I'm kind of living at a higher self yeah. place does that make sense yeah 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 and then that's, I know I'm being guided is how I would love to see all women living um just yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) yeah because it's it's what feels good for your soul and this is what I always say to to anybody listening you know now it's you know we all have our own way and 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 clearly Anna you know this lights you up in and it just shows you know you radiate joy so what happens next then what happens when Anna leaves the world war what are you looking to leave? What's the legacy? Well, firstly, I'm excited about where I'm going to go next. So I'm excited <laughs> I just say to them, not yet, because I've got my son to bring up. But so not yet, but I'm really cool with dying when I when it's my go. So <laughs> yeah. that's, that's one thing that I love because I'm not frightened. You know, I know I'm going somewhere amazing and we all are. So that's cool. Um, and I just want to see, the, you know, I see this, if, this evolution of growth and women and the generations of women over hundreds of years and how we've evolved and I my if I can leave any legacy it's women knowing that they can step into their power in a feminine divinity from a place of feminine divinity not of needing to copy the masculine that actually a woman generate such power and emanate love from themselves that it just it like it goes around the world and if we could step into that and if we were doing rituals and we were connecting in with our divinity not to lose weight, not to smash our bodies, not to tone, not to do all these external things, but to just say, when I'm in my power, genius happens and things beyond my possible imagination are available to me, then gosh, the world would be a completely different place. And the Dalai Lama said that in 2014, you know, you will know that he said it will be the Western woman that leads the way or heals the world. I Forgive me, I'm not sure exactly his words. And and this is what needs to happen for every woman that we step into our power. There would be a lot of things that are happening in the world that wouldn't be happening if there was divine masculine feminine balance. And the women learning that it's safe, you know, money in the hands of women, they nurture, they give, they take care, they help, you know, like actually bringing in our divinity in a beautiful way and living an aligned life with our purpose because our purpose is amazing we planned our purpose and we're fully responsible for it so if we could just get out of the way yeah <laughs> oh my goodness it just literally my last the, the last lady I interviewed was Marina Beach I don't know if you know Marina she's a records lady oh, and she was like oh. if I could just when I'm with my clutch if I just ask their lego to, to just back out Back out of the door. Yeah, we love you, but you just take a back seat. Yeah. <laughs> How funny the synchronicity between yeah. all of my guests so far. And of course, that's what you're attracting in. Yeah. 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 Seeing that as well, and for the listeners as well, you can really there's that synergy between each of you. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah. It, ego has a lot to answer for. We need it. We need it. We absolutely we do. <laughs> this is the ascension right is stepping beyond now and there's I I, I'm really feeling a huge shift literally only in this last week 10 days um there's definitely a, a different pull the light codes that have come in 
have been immense and time is is speeding up because we're beginning to live more naturally and in flow as you're saying you know not within that societal kind of oh it's nine o'clock must do this you know oh it's 3 15 must go and it's it's all of those things that are being reduced in our conscious thought and the the rising um of the emotions and the heart space and the activation within our cosmic heart is so beautiful to see and what's happening is we're we're all all of us are open to this we're all receiving this gorgeous energy of of real light and it's healing codes and you know the the biggest thing for us as 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 people is to as Anna was saying at the beginning of the episode is to not just say yeah yeah I'm gonna do this I'm gonna but but also to make those tough choices too discernment yeah 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 discernment indeed and duality and and loving ourselves unconditionally with that gorgeous divine femme so what happens though when you do like check out do you want to leave a legacy or you know (laughs) yeah yeah sorry if I my answer wasn't clear absolutely if I could leave the world with more women trusting that they have permission to bring in their light and be who they are from their heart wisdom then I will die in grace and peace yes yeah there's so much power in that yeah. Look what it's taking you to get to that point. Yeah. 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 And what you've done in your role as human to to just unconditionally serve. As yeah, there's there's so much that I could say. And I'm delighted that I'm gonna be joining you in September. I have loved every moment and I'm hoping that our listeners have as well. Is there anything that you want to add in? I mean I do put all of your links. So listeners, if you want to connect with Anna, they are going to be in the podcast show notes. But is there anything that you would like to yeah, say? To I me? think just the final thing that I'd like to say is wherever you are today or in this moment, know that if you have doubt and if you have fear and if you feel that there are voices in your head that say, I can't and I'm not good enough and all of that stuff, it's not true. And that there is such a force available within you and that you are enough and that you are worthy of creating the life that you desire, that that is available to you, that it, it starts with loving ourselves, really honestly looking at ourselves and saying, I love you. Mm-hmm. I love you. And I see you. And I'm going to be here with you. And that we build that relationship. Then it's just going to serve. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Anna, thank you so much for, for for joining us today. And yeah, it's just been an incredible episode. So listeners, yeah, make sure you reach out to Anna Anderson or buy her book. I nearly said the inside out, but it's from the inside out. <laughs> thank you. Bless you. Thanks so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. I've loved it. Thank you for listening to The Aligned Way with me, Kelly Vikings. I hope you've loved, laughed, and are ready to step into your fem fire. Don't forget to follow me on socials. To claim your goodies, visit kellyvikings.com. And I hope you're feeling positively inspired today to live, love, life, and to grow your business the aligned way. Have a gorgeous day.